All right, new details emerging over the Fredericton shooting. What is the latest? And uh, a bit of an update as well on uh, the Danforth Festival, which happened this past weekend. And, of course, uh, last month's shooting there. Let's bring in Ross McLean, crime specialist, security expert, former Toronto police officer, RossMcLeanSecurity.com, and he is with us now. Ross, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Good to join you, Scott. All right. What uh, what can you tell us about what has transpired in this small town? Uh, do we have a motive yet? No, I, I don't think we have a motive yet, although there's some information that's starting to come out from sources who say they know the person who was the shooter, but it's 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 unconfirmed and it's uh you know everything i guess these days is potentially inflammatory so uh at first we heard that he was a relatively nice guy then as time point as time goes on we we find out that he was a bit of a loner and and all that sort of stuff uh have police offered any information or any indication a love triangle is there any sort of thought as to where this is going well, as I said, there's been some, uh, what I'm going to call, uh, unconfirmed discussion about the fact that he was apparently at some points uh, mumbling against uh, uh, refugees and Sharia law and things like that, and he was always upset about that. Although there's no indication anybody killed here had anything to do with that. So whether that was a motive or the person just somehow uh, lost it, uh, it's yet to be determined. But the circumstances as we're learning them are pretty are pretty scary for how the crime was carried out. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that and how it did all carry out? Yeah, so the toughest thing, let's take it from you're sitting uh, you're at the, at the police station, which was about 10 minutes away in normal drive time from the scene. You're just about to do shift change, so the, you know, the night shift is there, the day shift is getting ready to come, come on, and a call comes across apparently for you know, shots being fired at this address. Now, we don't know any more specifics than that, and that's important for the police to know when they respond, what the radio call is actually for. But of course, radio calls sometimes can be wrong, too, and they give information. So these officers, one apparently was going off duty, decided to stay on. The two of them, they zipped over there. And I imagine there was a bit of a chain of a bunch of cars that were making their way over, racing over to this call for shots fired. Now, when the officers arrived there, we don't know if they heard about this before they got there or not, but they saw one body lying on the ground, uh, appearing to be dead. The windshield shot out of the car and sitting in the passenger seat apparently was the woman who was killed. And the police are rolling up to a shooting call. So what do they do? Do they assume there's a sniper out there about to kill them as they roll up? Or, they, or do they think, well, no, something's happened here. The bad guys probably run away. Let's go see if we can save these people. The, these officers, one a veteran of quite some time, one who had just joined a while ago, who had just had more recent training, they both had the experience between them. They made the choice that let's go right to where the bodies are and see if we can save these people or what the status is. Right. Apparently, uh, Scott, they were shot as soon as they, uh, they got there uh, and got out of their cars. They were killed. And a sergeant was just rolling up on the scene and behind them at that time. 